The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Yeah. Well, well, you know, well, Waddle's looking awfully sexy today. Thank you. He's got on a uh, very nice, like, uh, that's not white. It's, what is that? A, uh, it's like a, a check. Cream? Is it no. cream and a little blue, and blue in there? No cream. A little blue in there? White, white blue. blue? You got, like I said in the video, you got some chest meat out, too. Yeah. I got some jeans on. I got some $30 sneakers But on. it's a nice shirt, and yeah. you, you've got it wide open like a Lewis Riddick would yeah. do. Well, you know, I've been working on the pecs. Shirt's a little tight. You getting rid of that wine belly? No. 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 Uh-uh. I can't lift my left arm over my my uh, my head and my back. I threw my back out. Again? Well, it, it, when you throw your back out, it doesn't come back in four days. Oh, so this is it part takes of the process. While. It takes a while, yeah. It takes a while. Trust it's the process. There. Uh, well, I am, and it's getting better, but it takes time. All it right. Takes time. So... Where I'm at. Well, you do look good. You look better. You look better than you feel. I guess. Yeah, then. I do. Probably. What, what, what's the old Saturday Night Light bit? It's better to look good than to feel good. You look marvelous, right? You look marvelous. It's better to look good than to feel I good. It was. Uh, it was Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like That's me. That's another one. That's another different one. And let's talk some bears with the former director of player personnel, Josh do think, Lucas. Do you think he's dressed as nicely as I am right now on a Thursday morning? Let's ask him right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. We've had Josh on before. Uh, he's very good at what he does, and he's candid. He'll tell us stories about uh, when he used to work under Ryan Pace and uh, their run uh, back in the day. But uh, how are you dressed right now? Are you dressed up to the Waddle standards? No, I am getting ready to go to Lifetime to... Get my workout in, so I'm in my I'm in my Lululemon attire. Okay, I guarantee you, it cost more that Lululemon together than what I'm wearing right now. So my guess is it's pretty pretty cool. <laughs> what is, it's not. What is it? Not cheap. What does a <laughs> former NFL executive a workout look like? Oh uh, yeah, not um, not too intense. Uh, a lot of steam, a lot of sauna. <laughs> That's lot, not a lot workout, of- Josh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's going to the spa. <laughs> a lot of, lot of core, a lot of stretching. Okay, I, I'm not too aggressive anymore. Okay. All that, right. makes, that makes three of us, if you don't mind me speaking for you as well, Sylvie. <laughs> All right. So here's what we want. We wanted to know a lot. And then we thought this was a, a great week for you to come on. You used to work for the Saints before you worked for the Bears. Um, obviously, you, you scouted the league for so long. You were the director of... Uh, Bears, uh, uh, player, uh, the player personnel director for so long. Um, first of all, the sweat deal for the Bears. What did you make of it? Where they are at from a lack of front four pass rush, um, guessing that they have a pretty good feel of what that number is that it's going to take to get him signed. Um, I thought, I thought it was a prudent move. Um, I know it's, it can be a little pricey when you're, when you're paying and giving up draft compensation, but they have 
from what I've seen on tape, especially these past few weeks, they have the makings of a very interesting secondary, uh, especially if they retain Jalen. Stevenson's coming along. I like the nickel. They're covering really well. You know, they didn't lose this game on Sunday on defense because they couldn't cover guys. Um, To complement that and to, to make this a defense that can help you win games, they have to get some guys that can pressure the passer, and you can't just have one. You know, so now you got one, and they're still going to have some, you know, cash and draft capital to get some more, um, but you got to start somewhere. I know it's, you know, it's you're, you're buying uh, cash, you know, using cash and draft, but I, I still support the move because you got to start somewhere, and I really like the player. All right, give us, give us the scouting for dummies codes here, all right? Because Waddle and I were talking about, we were trying to talk like scouts, and we were talking about a blue player, blue chip player, and then the colors after that. So first of all, give us that scale, and then tell us where does Montez Sweat fit under what kind of player you would grade him as. Perfect. Blue, blue chip, rare, top five, game-changing player. Red, high-level starter, more your more Pro Bowl than all pro, difference maker, but maybe not taking over games, you know, every Sunday. Yellow, win with starter, solid, consistent, but, you know, not a game plan player, not somebody you got to pay extra attention to, but someone that can help you win a lot of games, consistent. And then you get into your... You know, for us, you know, orange, which is more of your situational starter, you know, your slot receiver, your nickel. Um, that's kind of changed because nickel's kind of becoming more of a full-time position now. But, um, you know, your third pass rusher, green, backup, gray, developmental, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, obviously when you're talking about acquiring front-end players, you're, you're talking blue, red, and yellow. He's not a blue. You know, I'm, I'm willing to bet a majority of teams in the, in the league have him graded as a red-level player, Pro Bowl caliber player, guy that can take over a game once in a while, doesn't do it consistently, um, complete, no holes in his game. He's a good run player. He's good in chase and pursuit. He can rush the passer. Um, he can win multiple ways as a pass rusher. So, I, you know, he's maybe if, if teams – aren't in love with them, you might get some yellow grades, but I'm, I'd be willing to bet, and I would grade them as a red-level player. If you did that and gave up a second-round pick that could be 35, 36, 37, and you pay him as a top five or seven player at his position, have you overpaid then? If you pay him as a top five player at his position, yes, because now you're talking – you're talking, you know, Watt, you're talking Bosa, you're talking Miles Garrett, and he's not that. Max Crosby so, you know, is what? Max is Max, 23 Max and a half. Is probably right at that bottom of that top five, and he's not that. You're talking Rashawn Gary, Bradley Chubb, Hendrickson is where he needs to be. That's where he needs to fit in money wise. And I, then I'm saying I paid fairly and then had to give up a little extra because I gave up this second round pick. But I got a huge piece of, you know, what we need to create here in this front four. You pay them top five and you give up the second. The expectations are going to be huge. I'm willing, I'm willing to bet people are going to look at it negatively down the line. And he's got all the leverage right now, right, Josh, because of the, how the situation has unfolded. What do you believe if you had to project that this contract is going to look like? Because I don't, I personally don't believe he's going to accept something that just makes everybody happy. Yeah, so I think Green Bay just did, you know, just 
just kind of set a level with the Rashawn Gary deal, which came in at like 24, and a, a fair deal on both sides. Is, is I'm willing to bet most teams have Gary at slightly graded slightly higher, but in this situation with the leverage, it's, it, I wouldn't be surprised if his deal comes in a little bit higher than Gary's. Um, and I have to think, guys, that they kind of know where his where this number is. Um, if you don't, if you if you just traded for him and you don't know or have a ballpark of where that number is, that's dangerous. Um, and obviously, the leverage they have is the franchise tag. Um, but you also have another player that you need to sign that you might need to use that franchise tag as well. Best bet for the Bears. They do have a pretty good feeling where the number is, which I'm guessing is going to be in that 23 to 25 range. They get it done soon, and they still have that franchise tag to deal with Jalen. Okay, interesting. Let's go to Jalen Johnson. So your group was a part of the group that drafted Jalen Johnson, correct? How involved were you, and what, what have you thought about how he has developed as a player? Yeah, um, so yeah, we took him in, I believe that was the COVID draft, the 20 draft. Um, you know, the we got that second-round pick. We swapped first and second for Khalil. So we didn't have a first that year. That was the uh, second year of not having a first with the Khalil deal. But we had two twos, which was big for us. And, and I think looking at it four years later, if you said you took Galen in the first and Cole in the second, you know you would you would be happy with that. Uh, I would call it a, a double, triple, not a home run grand slam, but solid two good win with players. Jalen, other than durability, Jalen has played. Um, he's outplayed, I think, every single corner that was drafted ahead of him that year. He's played right, playing right now at a top five level. Um, he's playing the best football he's played. On-ball production and durability would be the two knocks. Durability is a concern. Obviously, he's missed games every year. I would argue that if he was on a better defense with more pressure being generated, the production probably would be up a little bit. Um, but he's a he's definitely a a, a high level corner that in my opinion, they really need to sign because you don't want to go into the next offseason with another major need um, with all the everything else they need to do up front on defense and then obviously on offense as well. Josh, what does that contract look like in your opinion? So, again, so he, to me, those the top five right now, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward, Ramsey, Marlon Humphreys, you know, top five or six. You know, you got Diggs and Lattimore in there. He's probably right below all those guys. So the bottom end of that is that $18, $19 million range, and that's, that's Diggs and Lattimore. So to me, he would slot in right below that. And then your next group of guys, your J.C. Jackson is at 16 and a half, Carlton Davis, 15, Jamal Dean, 13. He's above that. So I think there's a very easy slot for this based on his production, the durability concerns, compared to what Diggs just got. He should not be above Diggs. But that's the, like, logical, reasonable point it should be. you got to deal with Jalen and his camp, and I'm willing to bet just knowing a little bit about that. 
whole ordeal, um, that's not going to be too easy to do. So your guess, I mean, just you're all obviously speculating that you would you believe that the Bears are probably being pretty equitable, equitable with their offer. But Jalen is holding out to be paid as one of the top two or three cornerbacks in the league. A hundred percent. That I would guess that I would say the Bears are standing on. Hey, you've missed games every year. It's a concern, and the on-ball production doesn't put you in the top five. And I think those are very legit legs to stand on. And I think Jalen's camp is probably, hey, I am, I am one of the two or three best. But based on the games missed and the lack of ball production, which I do think would be compensated for a little bit if they if he was playing on a better defense with better front players. Um, uh, I think he's probably, if one side's being unreasonable, if I had to speculate, I'd probably say Jalen's side's probably a little too high. We're talking to Josh Lucas. He's the former Bears director of player personnel. Uh, I want to ask you, Josh, about your past experience on when the blank hits the fan uh, at Hallis Hall and, and what you've experienced in the past. And there were good times and there were bad times when you were at Hallis Hall. What is it like from an ownership standpoint? Like, they fired another coach. I don't know if you ever experienced anything quite like this, where um, two coaches here have been um, who lost their jobs. One resigned and now one got fired over um, over HR reasons. But um, is George running from office to office? Is the team president running from office to office, what is the inner workings like at Hallis Hall when things go astray like this from an ownership standpoint? Yeah, I never felt when it was really good in 18 to when it was really bad in 20 and 21. Um, I never felt a difference in the way uh, George and then obviously Ted at the time inserted themselves. Um, they never treated me personally any differently. Um, I always felt that we were more than supported, even even in that last year where we were kind of on that, like, you know, they weren't extended on the last years of your deal. Um, I, I thought, you know, I probably had a little bit more interaction with Ted than George himself, but I never felt a difference. You know, I thought um, they weren't uh, meddling or, 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 or their pres- presence wasn't more felt um, when it was uh, – you know, the bad times, no differently than it was the good times. I, I never noticed, a, you know, a, a difference. What was going on that week when it was reported by the patch that Nagy was losing his job? Honestly, but, you know, we were all well aware that, that um, we had to really perform that final year to keep our jobs, personnel side and coaching side. Um, it it added a level of, you know, you know, side chatter, you know, is this really happening? Um, but just to be honest with you, it, it, it felt business as usual. It didn't feel like, you know, some kind of circus or, or major distractions that were going on. It just, you know, we knew that with every loss that mounted, especially that Baltimore loss, you know, at home, no Lamar, um, you lose a game like that, especially in the fashion that you lose it there's going to be noise and there's going to be a lot of noise, especially in this city. So I think, you know, we, we expected um, that there would be a lot of chatter, but as far as like inside the building, I can't sit here and say like, Oh, it was crazy distracted and people were all over the place. It, it was, it felt more business as usual than it felt like, you know, some kind of like side distraction. Josh, in the here and now, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on how you feel 
Tyson Bajan has played, what you've seen from him, and where you think this organization is with regard to their decision on the quarterback situation in general. Yeah, so so just starting with Bajan, I've been very impressed with how he's handled himself. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot asked of him in the first start against the Raiders. The way the game flowed and the way the game ended up playing out, he wasn't stressed a whole lot. Um, but he did what was asked of him. He he he, he didn't commit any turnovers that were unnecessary. He didn't take bad sacks. Uh, he was efficient. He made some plays with his legs. Obviously, this past Sunday, a little bit more uneven. Um, I think with any rookie quarterback, it's crazy to throw out, you know, what is this guy? You know, I can't even tell you what C.J. Stroud and, and uh, obviously the, the guy in Carolina that's name is slipping my, my tongue Young. right now. Bryce yeah, Bryce Young. Young. Like, even after six, seven games, you know, it's, it's way too early to label any of these guys. This kid has a lot of confidence. He's got a lot of poise. It's obvious that he can play on time within an offense. This is all going to come down to, you know, for him, these, these lack of traits. And I'll, I'll bring up two specific throws. My, my concern going forward with him, he doesn't have a big arm. And I think a lot of times we talk about, like, oh, the first play of the game, he launched it to Mooney. It was a 50 That's not arm strength. Like, any high, high school quarterbacks can throw the ball 50 yards down the field. When he's got to make funny body throws, off-platform throws, we've seen it twice now where against Minnesota, critical play, last drive of the game, first and 10, he tries to make a funny body throw with some pressure in his chest, and he ducks it. Obviously, we know what the result was, INT. First third down of the second, second half, half, Yeah, he gets pressure in his chest. He tries to make a fight. He makes a good read. The safety kind of comes down on Komet, um, and he makes a good read to Moore. There's NFL quarterbacks, flat-footed, can rope that ball in there. And you saw he can't. That ball floated, and two guys had a chance to get their hands on it. He missed on. the first window, too. He yeah, should have drawn the first fortunate. window. Exactly. And that's that's NFL football. Like when it's on script and he's got his platform, sure, he's got enough arm strength to make, you know, cross hash throws and, and vertical throws down the field. But can you make those real difficult tight window throws when you're off platform a little bit? That's gonna be the big question with a player like Bajan. So that's probably gonna be the difference between can he do that? and be a, a, a starting quarterback that can create offense for four quarters every Sunday? Or is he going to be capped more to that Chase Daniels world where plays on time, does everything right mentally, but just trait-wise doesn't have enough to be, a, to be a front-line starter? So way too early to tell. I was with Chase Daniels you know, when he was young, his first, second year in the league in New Orleans. He was on our Super Bowl team in 09. I think this guy's way more talented. I think this guy's got a, a bigger upside than a guy like Chase. So um, I'm excited to see kind of where this goes. How about the overall, your perception on where this group is with the quarterback position going forward? Yeah, obviously, a major question mark. They're very fortunate that um, if they end up deciding that neither one of these two guys uh, is, is the long-term answer, they're going to have what's looking to be um, uh, uh, an outstanding opportunity to have a potential of two you know, top five, top ten picks um, in, a, in a draft where there's a handful of quarterbacks that are going to be attractive. But uh, if I had to bet right now, based on what we've seen, unless we see 
high I'm going to talk more about Justin right now. Right. High end, like, you know, Washington, Denver back to back. Now do that back to back against good teams, against good defenses. And we just haven't seen that. Um, and he's going into year four next year. So I'm, I'm guess if I had to speculate no different than I'm speculating on the Jalen contract, um, my guess is they're, they're going to be taking a quarterback in this draft next year. We were, um, we were trying to guess this yesterday too. If they do decide to draft a quarterback and they do decide to part with Justin, what would Justin's value be in a trade to another team? Could they get a second for Justin Fields? I think that'd be the very high end of it. You know, obviously he's done enough um, on tape where where teams are going to have a pretty good beat on what he does well and what he doesn't do well. Obviously he's got the rare trait with the running ability and knowing that San Fran got a fourth back for, for, you know, a quarterback who, you know, has hardly even played same age, same, same draft class. Um, I think the high end right now would be a second and, and the, probably the more realistic, unless he plays really well, is, is probably a third-round pick. And then finally, uh, back to the blue-chip, red-chip, uh, yellow, stuff like that. How many blue-chip players, in your estimation, Josh, do the Bears have currently? Blue players. Jalen would be the closest. He's, he's kind of probably on the fringe of, of high red, low blue. What about DJ Moore? Is he a blue chip or not? Is he still a red? DJ Moore, that, that's you know, I, I would I would guess majority of teams have him graded at, in the high red, but I would not argue seeing him play in Chicago and in kind of the situation he's in right now. Um, if 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 there's multiple teams with blue grades on DJ Moore, I wouldn't fight that at all. He's he's pretty unique. Um, and, and what he does with the ball in his hands um, is, I think, what separates him from probably a lot of the red, red Pro Bowl ever players. Like DJ Moore, again, you're, you're probably in that. He's probably not quite top five, but he's right on the cusp. He's kind of right in that, that, that next tier of guys. So to be a blue chipper, you've got to be top five? That's how we would grade it. You know, it's it's true. It's I'm true. putting that in the gold category, Josh. That's gold. That's better than blue. That's a gold category, maybe platinum. You got to redefine this, Waddle. Come on, Josh. No, I think that's you got to you got to keep the blue to a select level of players. The only blue player I think we I would say we had in the seven years there was when Cleo was in his, wow. you know, in his prime that first year with us, and even his play obviously dissipated after that pretty quickly. That's um, rarefied air right there. Yeah, lots of reds, you know, and, and yellows, obviously. Your your bulk of your starters are going to be in that yellow category. Um, uh, the blue, the blue, you know, Roquan's a blue. They, they let a blue walk out of the building. Um, so it's, it's, it's. It's blue for a reason. It's got it's got to be a it's got to be a select limit number of guys. Yeah. I was an orange player back in the day. That was for, like, for the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, played navy orange. and orange. Yeah, yeah, it was like caution and maybe uh, you get the hell out of here. Is is the anywhere between that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Josh, I would say you know, um, talent wise, just pure talent. The uh, the um, right tackle Darnell, Darnell Wright, Wright yeah. has the talent. He's going to require a, a lot more consistency. He he really needs to improve his technique, um, but from a just pure physical talent point, he he to me would be the next guy after DJ and Jalen. 
It's good to hear. That's good. Josh, this Thanks, was fun. Thanks, Josh. Go Thank- get your workout yeah, in. Yeah, get the workout in. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. There you go. That's What's Josh that? Lu- Josh Lucas. He's the former director of player personnel for the Bears under Ryan Pace. Uh, he was there since 2015. Before that, he worked with the New Orleans Saints. And uh, there was a second time we've had him on. He's very He's candid. Great. I love yeah. him. Uh, there's your discrepancy. If you're telling me that Blue defined you as a top five player in the league, then no, you don't have any Blues on your team. If that's what the criteria is, well, well, where have you been? I have. I have. Well, why? Listen, I got my own scale. I got a gold level. I got gold and then blue. There's like, gold in them that are hell. Listen, if you if you're gonna pay him, if you're gonna play pay Sweat as a top five player, you're paying him as a blue. And if you you think he's a red, then he, were you surprised when he said twenty five million? Yeah, that puts you in the top five. That puts you like Sweat's. Resume is better than Rashawn Gary's, and Gary just got twenty four million. Max Crosby got twenty three and a half million. Yeah, if you pay Montez Sweat twenty five million dollars a year, he's going to be paid as a top five pass rusher. If that's the case, you've paid him as a blue. If you want to weigh in and react to anything you heard, three one two player by the way as well. Your gold. That's there is top no level. gold. I have my own oh, grading this system. This is on the Waddle system. Yeah. Okay. Listen, they had Mitch as a blue too. Okay, so now you say it. I'm saying it to you. He's a lifetime now. Now you just said it. I'm just saying it to you. That's something I would have done. That's not a waddle move. My point is, is the the (laughs) message I'm giving you is, is it's very subjective. Of course, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Of course, scouting is hugely subjective. Your gold. Thank you. Your gold. Yes. Three one two. Trending towards platinum. Gold digger. 312-332-3776. 312-332-3776. I don't know what that means. Uh, we got Would You Rather coming up. Hashtag at WS Would You Rather. Guys, what are you? Uh, I know Charlie Bevins is C. W. Bevins? C.R. Bevins. C.R. Bevins 12? 11. Is there 11. An, Damn is there, it! Is there an underscore or anything in that, too? No, Mr. but Fancy it's funny Pants? because uh, W is what Cap says every morning for Shea as his middle name. Oh, what? So wait, it's it's C R Bevins eleven yes on Twitter and Z Pack. I have no clue what your Twitter is. It's very simple at Kevbo underscore at Kevbo underscore. Correct. He's the station antibiotic. He's when you Z-Pack. say Bo, it's just B O K E V B O underscore. That's easy. I know. That's a good one. I underscore. Love it. All right. So uh, send your would you rather's to those two. And we will read those in the 4 o'clock hour. Also, did you... I don't know if you read this on Twitter. You probably did not. I don't really love Twitter. It looks like one of our friends may be getting back in the NFL or at least trying to get back in the NFL. I will tell you about that as we kick off Waddle's World. Next. It's that time again when we venture deep into the great unknown. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. A trip inside the mind of a multi-concussed former Bears wide receiver. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him, and he had an all-time day in the use of smelling salt. Buckle up, boys and girls. Tom Waddle, every team wants to have a Tom Waddle. If I had a football team, I'd like to have a Tom Waddle on my team because you draw from that. It's time to go inside. Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salts. Uh, that is correct, John. Waddle's World brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. 
Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. What do you have over there? I think I just saw a couple. I have a couple of things for you. I know this is your world, though. I thought. I think I just I, saw. I share my world with people. Pro Football Talk tweeted while we were on with um, Josh Lucas. I like Josh. Me too. I like his insight. I like his, I, I like his, his willingness to have a conversation and give you his opinion. I think he's a very uh, willing participant. I like his personality. And to tell you what it was like during the week that they remember the yeah. report that Nagy was going to be fired. Uh, Pro Football Talk says that Robbie Gold and your guy Mason Crosby yes. are among kickers to work out for the Giants. Not surprised. Is this the first time, though, that Robbie is working out I for a know. team? I, you probably stay in touch with him more than I do. Uh, yeah, I definitely keep in touch with Robbie, but um, usually it's about family stuff. He is he is not, uh, and, and like the Giants are not obviously in anything. That's why it surprises me. I thought like there was a chance, but I guess the kid in San Francisco, I, I don't think going back to San Francisco. What about the, uh, who's the kid Maher? He was with Dallas and then he went somewhere else and then he got launched. Where was that at? West Coast, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, oh, that was the Rams. Nah, I don't know about the Rams looking to bring any... Uh, Look, if I'm Robbie, I wait till we get closer to the, you know, get to the second half of the season. One of these playoff caliber teams may have a kicker boo-boo situation. It was Graham Graham Gano, wasn't it, who was hurt? And uh, I think this is for Graham Gano. Maybe they would sign him to like a couple-year deal. Maybe that's why he's interested. Yeah. Who knows? And then this. So this was sent to us in the mail from a guy that you love. Mike Ditka. I have I have a, a package in the from mail. From a guy I love. Let me guess who uh, it's from. This is one of your biggest... This is a package from one of your biggest man crushes. Pete Rose. This is uh, from someone... Doug who, Collins. This is from someone and two great men. Mike Ditka. Think more current man crush. Those are men... Kyle Schwarber. Now you got one of the names. Kyle cr- Shanahan. Kyle Long. You're, you've got the first name. Evil na- Knievel. You've got the first name right. But you've, you've, you've got, but you've not named him correctly. Kyle Shanahan. Did I just say Kyle you Shanahan? You said Kyle Shanahan. Yes. But not, that is not incorrect. That is Kyle. incorrect. Kyle. Kyle. Doesn't even know his own man crush. Kyle. You love this guy. You rave Kyle about Kyle Shanahan. It's just like I'm, yeah, I'm, I know. I know you love Kyle Shanahan. But that's his name. I know, but you you love this guy. He's give me your, another hint. Don't give me a big one. He's your favorite guy on television. Kyle. In sports media, is your favorite guy. Oh, is Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt sent us these. Come on, did he? He's Look at that. So that's the Deontay Foreman uh, angry runs T-shirt. Yes. He DM'd me, Look and he you. said... You're so special. He said, like I said, you're a gold chipper. You're, you're a, a gold, gold guy. He oh, said, you're a gold guy. Send me your address. I want to send you and Waddle Angry Runs t-shirts. And the next thing I want from him is for him to come on the show. How great is this? I didn't ask because I know he doesn't do that anymore. And That's he awesome. sent us Deontay Foreman Angry Run T-shirts. You are correct. He is my favorite sports media you wouldn't person. Know by by you listing all your man crushes. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of them. When you say man crush, you got to make that say, into a rejoinder for them all. And you say uh, 
Kyle. My name goes directly to the West Coast to Kyle Shanahan, and I can't get my brain off of it. And Kyle Schwarber, and what yeah, other Kyle did right. you mention, too? Kyle Trask. That's not it. Kyle. Kyle Trask, the quarterback yeah, for Florida? I'm thinking of Kyle's is all I'm thinking of. What was the other? Kyle Long is obviously. <laughs> There's a lot of good Kyle's. Yeah. I went Shanny, Long. Who's the other one? Kyle Schwarber? Yeah. Like, listen, I love Kyle Branton. Again, you know I feel he's the best in the business. But I was not... I was I was not... I was on that uh, area code for some strange reason. But thank you, Kyle Brandt. I knew Very you would nice love that. Of you. I, I kept Absolutely. that a secret not from you. Not just that, but this isn't one of these T-shirts that carves your nipples up. No. This these is one the of best. these soft T-shirts the that makes you best. feel warm and fuzzy. Cheers. I may actually sleep in this. That's awesome. <laughs> Sleep in it. It's one of those no, soft, t- not with this. It's one of no, those that. soft t-shirts that you could actually you need to wear sweep. it. Because if you wear a t-shirt at night, yeah, you'll end up sweating. I end up sweating. That's cool. I like that. What was the other thing that you had? That was that. The Robbie Golden this thing. Oh, the Robbie Golden that. That's it. Anybody else send us gifts? That's that's it today. That's it, yeah. No candy? I have a story about candy. Do you know, uh, did I, you know, there's a proper way to eat candy, Halloween candy. Proper way. Devour your Halloween candy in one go for better dental health, suggests a local dentist. Halloween candy stashes will be making their way into local homes this week. There are steps folks can take to stay out of the dentist chair. Dr. Olivia Mason said it's all about exposure time to sweet treats, but the right course of action may shock you. She says it's much better for your teeth if you sit down and eat your full bag of Halloween candy at one time. I know it might upset your belly, but it's yeah. much better for your teeth rather than uh, we're going to hang out, the, uh, hang on to this for the next couple of months, and every now and then we're going to go in there and get some candy out. Yeah, how about just brushing your teeth well after, after a good... I don't think good... she's not suggesting you should brush your teeth. She says, yes, you should brush your teeth. But again, that like she said too, that's not good for your stomach. So while it may be better for your teeth, you're going to crush your stomach. She's not a gastro doctor; she's I know. a dentist. I would say. How I do pass. your kids? How do your kids? Did they come home with a giant? They, yeah, oh yeah, stash. And of I candy? told you, Cap delivered a big bag as well. Of and candy. he also delivered some candy. <laughs> um, yeah, like a little at a time. But that's it. Well, I mean, that more than a little thing. I mean, we get a- Were you okay with how much they got, or did you give some of it away or throw it out? Uh, no, they get to keep it. Yeah? Yeah. Where do they keep it? Do they well, keep you, it in their room? You, my, my wife is a huge sweet tooth person. So, so she's we're, stealing some of it. We're a big, we're, we're a big candy house. I'm not a, a big candy guy. Like, I like candy. But once I start eating one, I'll, I'll eat it forever. Well, you eat it appropriately, according to the dentist. Well, I try to not yeah? imbibe. Okay, so it doesn't sound like uh, Halloween was a real cool event for you, your kids. No, you they really, loved it. Okay. But the kids loved it. It was just freezing. It was like 35 I bet you the degrees. Kid, I bet you the kids couldn't tell. They had no, no idea they were cold. They were freezing, but really? they had a great time. Yes. All right. Did they trick or treat together? Or did they go separately? Together. Good. And and they were very good together. There was no fighting this year. 
This was the first Halloween they did not fight. Did they do any uh, any mischievous stuff, like knock any mailboxes down? No, but I... Light I, some I, bags of poop on I, anybody's I, steps? I have a story for later about my wife reviewing the entire day of ring doorbell stuff, and she gave me the highlights yesterday. She showed me the highlights. Something tells me you shouldn't spend a lot of time on your doorstep. Would that be good advice? No one pooped on our doors. No? No, no, uh-uh. Okay. Uh, did anybody watch the World Series last night? Anybody? Anybody watch? I watched the last half inning. I had a little bit of money on the Rangers to win that game by more than a run and a half. So I was excited about that and really nothing else. Uh, Bruce Bochy, how many is this for him? Four? Is this four titles for him? For Bruce Bochy? Yes. Good for him. I he, like him. He's fantastic. Uh, did you get your bulls on last night, everybody? I, di- I, I did. Yeah? How'd you feel about that? Uh, I, I thought the PA announcer was more annoying than I've ever noticed in Dallas. Do you think that's just because you're irritated with your team? Maybe, maybe because I was in a bad mood. I don't know if anyone else caught this or if this is something that you're just used to these days. Every time they get a rebound, the PA announcer gets on the PA and starts a Let's Go Mavs chant. Every time. Let's go, Mavs! And then has the crowd get that. And I'm like, that's not the PA announcer's job to start a chance. And it's every trip down the floor. Do you believe it would have bothered you as much if the Bulls were up 10? Probably not. Okay. I think I was probably on high anxiety Bulls level where it it bothered me more. Uh, Tyree Kill says the Chiefs, quote, going to get this work. They're playing in uh, Germany on Sunday. He it says is we're going to get this work? He says, these is, this is his quote. Dolphins Tyreek Hill says, Chiefs, going to get this work. I believe that is Tyreek telling them that they're going to have their hands full with him. Doesn't really matter where we play at, he smiled. I mean, obviously, it would have been great to play in KC, but it really doesn't matter where we play at. They're going to get this work wherever. Okay. This so is, that should be on. Should be our model. Game on. Our, our new motto, Waddling He's Sylvie. Gonna get this work. Gonna get this work. Yeah. Not gonna, it's just gone, right? G-O-N? No, gonna. No, I think he it's gone. He going to get this work. Gonna get this work. That's us? That should absolutely not be your guys' no. motto. No, I don't think we should do that. I don't Come think on, that, Kevin. I don't think so. It's not what do you think? Our, what do you think our motto should be, Kevin? We're gonna... Get a lot of work done. Oh, by jolly. <laughs> I've always told people that our motto is, is we may not be very good, but we give away great stuff. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ian Rappaport is now reporting that um, Randy Bullock has gotten the, the Giants job. Not oh, Robbie Gold. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's so much for Robbie Gold getting that job. Well, at least we're up to date now on who the Giants kicker is. Is he a blue chipper? He used to be a blue chip really? kicker. Top five kicker? Well, look, nobody's been better in uh I mean, Randy history. Bullock. Oh, no. I was talking no, about Randy Robbie. Bullock is not, not, a, a, not a blue, blue chipper? chip kicker. No. Okay. All right. When we come back, uh, we missed Florida or Ohio yesterday. I know I missed it. Why? Uh, we had stuff to do. Uh, you remember we were up at Hallis Hall and things went sideways. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of hugging going on. A lot of hugging. A lot of hugging? GM was hugging the coach, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, that's true. 
So when we come back, we'll do a little something we like to call Florida or Ohio. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by our great friends and partners at 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes is unapologetic by nature, disruptive by design, and they believe obedience gets you nowhere. Check out the wine aisle and start to find the rules with 19 Crimes today. Wait till Kevin and I sing a new Bears theme song before we get out of here today. Kevin's writing it, and we're going to sing it. I'm not. Yeah, you are. Why, what, what, Don't wait, be you're writing one and you you wouldn't sing He's it? He's lying. I'm not doing any of that. What do you mean? So I, You just I sit back and we'll bring it to you before we get out of here. Okay, yeah. good. Do Matt? not tease that. I'm not doing it. It won't happen. Well, why so uh, serious? Because Waddle's trying to get me in trouble. Trying to get you in trouble. Well, I, I want to know. I want to know about antibiotic that. Antibiotic that, that ails that all that, that hurts this station. You're the Z Pack. <laughs> he makes it all all the infection go away today. I just want to have some fun. Boys want to have fun. It's been a long week. Nothing but crap goes on around this town. Nothing. When tell me something like what that basketball team stinks. You tell me something. Tell me something good. Cubs are going to get Juan Soto, hopefully. <laughs> what do you mean? And then they're going to sign Shohei. Trade for Soto. That, none of that happened. You're just you're spitting, you know, yeah. nonsensical, wishful thoughts in the air. None of that happened. You are correct. None of that happened. Right. Give me a great. Give, give me. Cheer me up. Let's see. All right. I'll let, let, We're going let, to Carmen's event tonight. Let, that let, cheers let, me up. Hold on, Charlie. Before you read this, we're, let's play a game. I got Connie's frozen pizzas. I bet you, you do. Have, you have 30 seconds to come up with a thought to cheer Waddle up at four. All right? Waddle's down about the Bears. Waddle's down about the Bulls. We went through a miserable sock season on this station. Line up the phone lines. And, and it doesn't have to be one winner. You have, it's kind of like the old game show, Make make Me Laugh. If you could just cheer Waddle up. Tickle my fancy. This isn't about the making show. him laugh or coming no. up with a joke. This isn't that. Just if you cheer him up with some th- sort of a good thought, you get a pizza from Connie's Frozen Pizza. We've got coupons to give away. 312-332-3776. Let's see. Can you come up with something for the moment? Kevin made me laugh earlier. But this isn't a, this isn't like a, a make me made laugh. Me feel, made me feel better. Make, make him feel better. Cheer Waddle Up. We will play a game called Cheer Waddle Up. We'll do it coming up. Now let's go with uh, Florida or Ohio. All right. We have a wanted man who tried to throw off cops with a sign that says, I don't live here. We've had this one, haven't we? Was it on the front porch of the house? Is yes. that where it was? With uh, Johnny Yates? Yes. Was it Johnny Yates? Yes. I totally forgot. See, but like, are you doing reruns? Our Florida, Ohio stories are recycled. Come on, Charlie. 
All right. How about this one? A man with a booty patrol truck <laughs> claimed to have arrested was arrested for uh, impersonating the law. I just pulled this up. I pulled it up right here. Yeah, you, just, you just you did just make that one up. You didn't made you? it up. I read you the headline: Cops mocked for ticketing man driving booty patrol truck. What they is say the booty impersonated law truck? enforcement. It was a truck that said booty patrol. And he was pretending that he was a police officer? He, he was cited for impersonating a police There's officer. There's no doubt. That's Daytona Beach. Yes. That's a beach town in Florida. Yeah. That is Florida. You're correct. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Good recovery, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Patrol! Buddy Patrol! All right. Cheer Waddle up. He's been through a lot. He loves his I bears. I've been through a lot. It's well, just, as far as the you bears. You tell me, are you happy about all the why, stuff why, that's going why, down why, in this why, town? You didn't know you. Like, I, 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 I cope with it differently than you. Yeah, you just I, get pissed off and I, scream. Right, and then I have a swing in my backyard. Yeah. Waddle sits here, and he's like, again, we got to talk about this again. Yeah, really? And, and, and We had to talk about this? So cheer Waddle right there. 312-332-3776. You'll have like 30 seconds. Don't go on forever. Anybody else get fired up at household? Let's today? make sure this is good. If it isn't, we're going to just can it. But let's quickly. see where the let's see where the, quickly. Let's see where this goes. Cannon it quickly we're, if you all don't deliver. We're at living here. We're gonna we're gonna try something new. Thank God. Thank God we're gonna do that instead of breaking down the Bears' deficiencies on defense. We could grade uh, the blue chip players next. That's such a silly conversation as well. <laughs> Five guys in the league is all you get. My ass. Cheer waddle up coming up next.